0: Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day,
1: you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment.
0: Well, hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome back. Al Ratan here uh, from Lead from the Driver's Seat podcast, and I have with me... My good friend Mr. Chris Baker from the Maximize Your Potential Podcast. And here we are again recording our co-hosted podcast now. and we're glad you're tuning in. I've hope you've I hope you've gotten some value from the podcast so far. and if you have, we'd love to hear from you so you can mm-hmm. find us on social media and on the podcasting platforms, obviously, and we would love to hear from you. So Chris, how are you doing? How's life in sunny Florida?
1: It's hot. out. It is, is it? but but it's hot all over America at the moment. So I mean I'm 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 not feeling too special, but it's no, it's 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 great. And yeah, uh, it it's interesting. I've just come off a, a mastermind call with uh, that I've been doing for probably about just over three, three and a half years now with a couple of, of um uh that, that have become really good friends. And you know, we were just talking about how how at the moment it's easy to fall into the the trap of doom and depression right but if you if you if you approach life with a positive outlook and you know you you look at the look for the good in every situation there is Mm -hmm. definitely good out there you know and and uh we we can make the most of that and uh and benefit from that and i i'm feeling that you know i'm feeling i'm feeling happy i'm feeling energized and um optimistic about about life and and uh yeah you know it's, it's great to be again back on the podcast so we can share that with our, our listeners because yeah. too many people are not in that situation at the moment
0: no and if you and and honestly one thing that'll help is turn off the news because right there's, everywhere you look it's recession and high fuel prices and costs of goods increasing and it's and its hard yeah to, uh, you know, interest rates going up and, and for some that's going to affect them, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in horrible ways. Um, but if we focus on that, you know, and it is actually, it's, 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 kind of a, you know, it's a good start. You know, we're going to talk about e- emotional intelligence this yeah. evening, but I mean, just, you know, keeping our emotions in check when, or learning to keep our emotions in check, when all these negative forces are coming against you right we can allow the news of today to overwhelm us and you know allow us to sink into a depression or you know hide in our houses with our heads under the blankets (laughs) you know or we can choose to like you just said chris look for the good and there is still a lot of good in the world today and And if and if there's not good in your life right now then start doing good for others and guess what you're going to find good Mm -hmm. because that universal law of sowing and reaping is in is in play today like it's been in play since the beginning of time and will be to the end of time and that is if you know if you are a farmer you know that if you plant corn you're sowing the seed of corn you're going to reap the harvest of corn and the same thing goes with our attitude and our outlook and how we treat others yeah so uh, i think it's important to focus on that for sure especially during uh some darker times in the financial world
1: Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah And and i think it's um I'm looking forward to our conversation on emotional intelligence because it's it's not something that I'm overly familiar with. So I'm I'm looking forward to learning. But it, I, I I I'll say on this this sort of outlook on life as well is that when you know you have to go through rough times to appreciate the good times. Mm-hmm. Right. If we don't go through the good through the rough times, we won't even realize when we're in good times because we don't know that they're that they're better than they've been in the past, right? And so we we therefore we don't show gratitude, and the 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 the, the, the sowing and reaping and the law of attraction and everything like along those lines is 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 true, guys. If you if you are ready to receive it, good will come. If you're not ready to receive it, i.e. if you're always looking at the doom and gloom, it's yeah. all around you, but you don't notice it, so you won't you won't receive it. Right. Exactly. So you have to be ready exactly. for it. And that starts with your your um, your your, your um, attitude. You and and probably, your attitude. yeah, yeah. And and probably your emotional intelligence, I would guess. <laughs> <laughs> that could come into play
0: now. You know, right. like, folks, I've been uh, EQI certified since July 2020 and, and just certified through a company called uh, Multi Health Systems and uh, to administer. It's It's a, um, I believe it. I'm going to hear going to mess up the terminal, a level one psychometric assessment. Uh, I think it's a level one. I can't remember now. It might be level mm-hmm. two. It doesn't really matter what level it is. It's a psychometric assessment. And you had to yeah. go through, you know, I went through uh, five days of, of group learning online on Zoom, and then I had to write an exam. And I tell you, Chris, when they said I had to write an exam at the end, I panicked. Like that's yeah. 2020. Okay. I last exam I wrote was 1987
1: when I went <laughs> high
0: school. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now, you know, 2020, many years later, they say you have to write an exam and get 80% or more to pass. And I'm like, holy smokes, I don't know if I can do this.
1: Yeah. And I
0: freaked out. My emotions got the best of me and I started to panic. Hmm. Um, but, uh, I did pass, folks. If you were curious to, as to the end of that very long story, <laughs> that at no point, I passed, um, yeah. and have been doing now assessments and debriefs and some workshops with EQI on uh, actually dozens of clients over the last couple of years. And it's a fascinating tool to use. and And I'm just going to quote out of a book right now. It's called uh, It's called Sales EQ by Jeb Blount. And, uh, and if you haven't read it, I recommend it. Um, and, it, and we're going to focus on emotional intelligence a little bit more in the sales realm, mm-hmm. but this will help you in anything else. And it actually says in his book, I'm just going to read you, uh, just, um a cu- couple of paragraphs here or a paragraph. Um, emotional intelligence is the key that unlocks ultra high performance. EQ offsets deficiencies in other types of of intelligence, like IQ. The awareness and understanding of human influence frameworks, uh, along with the ability to manage your own disruptive emotions is the rocket fuel of sales performance and i'm going to add to that any perform any of your performance in life mm. and I, I know with myself chris and this is i'm going to be vulnerable for a moment here and part of the uh, certification for this program was for me to do an assessment on myself uh, to have the assessment, done <laughs> assessment done, yeah. and then and then get the results and go over it with an already certified coach in emotional intelligence and i tell you it, it measured you because you can you can score people on different data sets, so I was scored as a professional, a professional male in my age group, so fifty plus, uh, with against all the others in that age group, professional males in North America. So you know, and and then you're rated, and they call it this leadership bar. So you see your score compared to the average from all of these that have done these assessments. And I tell you, mine was a little bit lower than I thought it should be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Man, I'm going to ace this. You know, I've been in leadership for <laughs> all these years and I'm just amazing and all this yeah. other stuff. And I get this assessment back and I, I, I tell you, my emotions got the best of me. I was angry and then I was offended. And then I was like, yeah, it's accurate. You know, like, <laughs> start start reading, start reading into it a little bit more, and the definitions, and how it all works together, and everything. And it's and it's like, yeah, it was pretty accurate. So I had to understand myself. Mm-hmm. And this for EQI assessments it actually measures 15 competencies and I'm not going to read them all to you, but things like self-regard and emotional self-awareness and assertiveness and, and flexibility and stress tolerance and optimism and all these great different traits that we have. And again, these aren't emotions that it's measuring, but emotions are definitely involved in all of these things. So, uh, looking at it from a sales end of things, Jeb goes on to say one more thing. It says, today, the impact of sales-specific emotional intelligence on sales performance can no longer be ignored. He says, buyers are starving for authentic human interaction. In our tech-dominated society, interpersonal skills, that's responding to and, imagine, and managing the emotions of others, Right. How are we managing the emotions of others when people are angry and upset? How are we diffusing the situations? That's our intrapersonal skills yeah. are more essential to success that. Oh, and the and sorry, that was sorry, interpersonal skills. And then interpersonal skills is managing your own disruptive emotions are more essential to success in sales than at any point in history. So I want to throw this back to you for a minute, Chris you said you don't have a lot of experience in the emotional intelligence end of things but yeah. can you see how even from those words and me telling you some of the competencies that is that evolved in emotional intelligence could help us be more effective in our personal and professional lives
1: for sure i think it 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 goes back to what we were saying a little bit earlier right that when you're feeling good things are everything is easier Mm-hmm. Right, and I think back to the 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 car dealership days I, I had for twenty one years in the UK. and you you could see when a a sales if you get your first sale early in the day, the rest of the day is a breeze, right? And you can end up yeah. with four, five, six, seven sales in a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? whereas if you if you don't get that first sale and then you don't get the second and then you start feeling down. Then what happens is the next customer you see, you're you, in your mind, you're automatically saying, "Here's another waste of time." They've just come in to 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 browse and they're not going to buy, right? They're so, tired. so you, yeah, a tire kicker. You're <laughs> telling yourself that they're not going to buy, right? And so your emotions, I'm, I'm, uh, this is where I'm looking at your emotions are taking over because you're 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 going on that downward spiral, and and therefore that customer, it will come across to that customer. So yeah. you're probably right. They're not going to buy from you; <laughs> right. they yeah. from you, somebody you, else.
0: You've 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 uh, you've created your own self fulfilling prophecy there, and you're going to fulfill it because your attitude's not going to show up in the proper way. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you when I did my assessments. I'm going to tell you, folks. My two my my highest score was assertiveness. Okay, and assertiveness is communicating feelings and beliefs usually in a non-offensive manner right being willing to stand up for yourself and communicate Mm -hmm. effectively even when you disagree with somebody else and not get let the emotions get the best of you and then my lowest one though was impulse control so you'll resist or delay the impulse to act now And here's what we teach in EQI, and as we do the assessments and coach through people through it, unlike the DISC model of human behavior, you know, dominant, inspiring, supportive, cautious, or, you know, your personality style, which is pretty much you, it's in your DNA, it's who you created to be, it's not really going to change over time unless there's some really traumatic or life-altering experiences that happen in, happen to you, you're, you're pretty much. If you're a dominant personality, you're probably going to be a dominant personality for right. your whole life. Where emotional intelligence is a snapshot on time, a snapshot on time. So what we tell people is, when we do this assessment, you look at your score and you look where you lined up. You say, hey, this is just this is you today as you took the assessment, and now we can go to work on bringing balance to your life. So, for myself as an example, assertive behavior, low uh, impulse control. Could you see how this could maybe get someone in trouble?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) So, again,
0: learning to bring balance. So, here's the thing there's a, there's a, there's a person I know. And when we'd have conversations, we, you know, it could get heated at times and there could be some con not conflict, but they would challenge my point of view on things. And because I was assertive, I'd have no problem speaking back, (laughs) but I forgot about the non-offensive way because my impulse control took over and I'd speak back inappropriately or not, not that I would freak out folks. I'm not like, but I would tend to overreact to the situation. I would get frustrated easily. I would maybe, maybe say something out of turn. Right. Mm -hmm. So I learned after doing this, that I know now when I need to go and have a conversation that could potentially be heated, or there could be some conflict involved, I need to mentally prepare myself and I actually talk to myself. Okay, Al, we're going to lower our assertiveness today. We're still going to state our beliefs, but we're going to raise our impulse control and we're going to make sure that I, I I, am in control. I'm going to think before I speak. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a breath. I'm not going to allow the conflict or the, or the conversation to get heated. And it's helped me grow drastically, Chris, and, and improve relationships. Yeah. So that's just a a personal example of mine but jeb in his book here he says one more thing he says sales professionals who invest in developing and improving their eq gain a decisive competitive advantage in the hyper competitive global marketplace so how do you see mastering this emotional intelligence end of things and i know probably some of you haven't even heard of this before and i could probably be doing a better job explaining it Mm -hmm. but Uh, like Chris and I said in the past, we don't script our, our podcast. We pick a topic and we just have a conversation about it. So I want to throw this back to you, Chris. How do you see mastering our emotional intelligence? And again, interpersonally that's responding to and managing the emotions of others and intrapersonally managing your own disruptive emotions. How do you think this gives us this competitive advantage?
1: Well, that's a great question and I think it's a, it, it to, to me it's a it's it's around that form in the connection right so mm-hmm. you know John maxwell uh, wrote that book uh, everyone communicates for you connect right and it's and it's true and and I think the if you if you don't understand your uh, your emotions there and mm-hmm. and triggers if you like, right and how you respond Absolutely. to things and and how to how to get the best out of other people you, you you're you going to communicate but you're not connecting with them and so if you look at right. it from you could look at it from a leadership you could look at it from a sales it doesn't matter either way right so you know mm-hmm. I, I look at it at the moment as a as a leader with with team members if I don't if I don't take that time to to keep my emotions in check when I'm talking to them and understand their emotions I'm not going to get the best out of them right
0: Absolutely, and then
1: if I'm a, a salesperson with a uh, talking to a, a customer, if again if I'm not taking that time to understand where they're at, right, mm-hmm. whether they're a confident buyer, a timid buyer, um, y- you know, an experienced buyer, a, a, a new buyer, and and if I don't adjust my emotional approach to to talking with them, I'm less likely to to get that sale.
0: Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, if, if you, um, if there's a statistic in, in now this is um, changing gears just a little bit, but it's IQ versus PQ, your, your personality quotient, but you could also tie it in with emotional quotient here, emotional intelligence. And, And it said that, and it was done by Harvard business review, I believe. And it was 15% of the reason why you get keep and move ahead in a job is based on your technical skills and abilities, Mm -hmm. right? Across all professions, folks. yeah. 85% of the reason you get keep and move ahead in a job is your ability to get along with others. Right. Right. Hire for, hire for attitude, train the skill set and in emotional intelligence somebody with lower scores that maybe is going to lose their cool maybe they have you know sad thing maybe they have low self regard which is going to affect their ability to be assertive or to show empathy because they're focused on them right how do we encourage yeah. them and uplift them maybe they do have a lower empathy score so they don't you know they aren't going to be good at building those bonds and connections and and empathizing with their team when they're going through stuff this can all affect your ability to successfully lead close sales mm-hmm. uh home life Right. All these things come into play when you start looking at this emotional intelligence thing.
1: Oh, and we, you know, we we've we've talked uh, about this quote a couple of times, but it's the Maya Angelou quote. Right. About people will will forget what they say. They'll forget what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. So it's emotions again. Right. In in our our sessions where we've talked about finding your why it's emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. We need to look at that emotions um when when you're connecting with other people it's the emotions and i'll give you a a great example of of something that could um that that would tie in with what you you've just said you know i was i was recently interviewing uh somebody for a position on on one of my teams and and um as with a lot of times at the moment we've been doing zoom interviews right virtual interviews And so you know we're having this interview, and there's two of us on the on the panel and and the candidate on there and uh he's at home in his office and and we're asking him a question and you know the questions we ask are they're 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 not easy you know I ask like um experiential questions right so tell me about right. a time when all right. So they have to think right. about it and come up with it. And so, you know, he sat there on the, for the record.
0: Uh, I hate those types of questions.
1: Yeah, but but they, they're great, <laughs> great for, for understanding people. Right. Right. And so he sat there like you getting ready to answer the question. And as he did, you hear a door open and footsteps come in. And his son, who's probably uh, three or four years old, mm-hmm. walks in on him when he's when he's on an interview. Hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you that this this guy didn't miss a beat. he He turned his his son, he, 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 he said to his uh, apology, excuse me a moment, just said to his son, explained that he was on an interview whatever, asked him what he wanted, said to his son, say hi to these people. they're interviewing Daddy for a new job and uh, and and the son went, and then he just went straight back into answering the question. That's awesome. And so when I gave him the feedback after after um a few days uh, when I was offering him the position, I said, you know, one of the things that really swung it for me was the way that you handled the situation when your son walked in the room. Because to me, it told me that no matter what's going on, you're gonna keep you calm, you're gonna keep focused, and you're gonna carry on and do your job. That's awesome.
0: And he and was just, like, wow, and, yeah. And just think about that for a second, folks. If, if he was not in check with his emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and if he had overreacted, got angry with his son, whatever, right? And and that would have turned the interview the other way. Correct. He would have been done. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that's how important it is that we are aware of how we are coming across to others. Right. You're sending out signals throughout the day, no matter what you do, whether you intend to or not. Your body language, your facial expressions, your tone of voice, the way you're moving through through a space right? Is it quick with head down or is it up with eyes, eyes looking around and smiling and, and upbeat? Like you're sending out signals no matter what you do and people are receiving those signals. Uh, so we have to be careful that we're sending out the appropriate signals is what I'm trying to say, right? right? It's like, it's nothing drives me more crazy than following behind somebody on the highway with the turn signal on. Yeah. Blink, 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 blink. What are you doing? Where are you going? Are you turning here? Or are you not turning here? Should yeah. I, like, it, and it drives me crazy. And I think that that emotional signals that we're giving off yeah. could tend to drive other people crazy too, because they're not sure how to receive us. Right. So if we can master our, not only our emotions, because our emotions are important, that's not me saying we should walk around as like, you know, emotionless, but master emotions, through understanding emotional intelligence it does give us the upper edge like this gentleman that you were interviewing remained Mm -hmm. calm cool and collected addressed his son came back to the interview didn't miss a beat and he earned an extra level of respect from the interviewers yeah so good great example chris
1: yeah yeah emotions are one of those things al that again we're we're not we're not really taught about our emotions right we're not taught how to how to handle our emotions or how to recognize our emotions yeah um told to behave but what does that mean <laughs> right <laughs> and, and in fact quite often you're told not to show your emotions right yeah exactly
0: yeah it's a uh, sign of weakness or it's a sign of you know uh, i would i would rather have a real authentic open and honest conversation you know, I. I spent, I'm I'm part of an, uh, a men's organization here in Canada and, and it's just, it's a ministry and, and we had a retreat this weekend and we had the opportunity to play, um, one of the tools that we have for our, our, our Maxwell, um, organization affiliation, which is the, the leadership game. And we played the communication edition with 14 guys at a cabin this weekend. We played it for two hours on Saturday night and it was, it was. I'll tell you when you show some vulnerability with someone else mm-hmm. for me, for us in that room, a whole new level of connection happened. Oh, yeah. We had 14 guys and you know, so, yeah, some tough guys, some not tough guys, some like, but being able to, to be open and honest about, things that we're experiencing and then seeing that, you know, just because we're all guys in the room here, I pointed out at one point, I've said, stop for everybody. Stop for a minute. I want you to realize that as we went around the room and talked about different things, do you realize that we're all, there was like, we're all in a very similar ways going through some of the same emotional things in life or experience the same type of feelings and emotion. Like, you're not alone Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you're not alone and if you're if you're listening tonight what you're going through if you have the like the one that affects me the most is the self-regard because i've you know and we'll get to we'll probably spend a podcast or two talking about this down the road but this is respecting oneself having confidence in yourself and for so many years i had such low self-regard for me and even when i did this assessment in 2020 my lowest uh, lowest was impulse control, but self-regard was right down there too. Yep. Not believing in me. And then yep. how does that in turn affect you in all the areas of your life? Mm.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a really valid point, Alan. It's something that, that in the, you know, the study and the, and the, the, the bits of work I've done with the youth over the, the last few years, it's mm-hmm. a major problem with teenagers at the moment. A major problem and that that i think is is one of the the real driving factors of why teenage anxiety depression and suicide is so high yeah. and i i would say again if you are a a parent or a grandparent listening to this um i i would encourage you uh to to seek out uh, either al or somebody like al that is certified in in uh, in emotional intelligence um to to, to help 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 you and help your teenagers right i i i yeah. should have asked out do you, i assume you do you do these assessments for teenagers as well right
0: absolutely there's yeah. even yeah there's there's yeah. there's different ages and different different assessments available for yeah. sure that basically measure the same thing but just put the results in a different yeah. wording
1: if if you are looking um to to help your your teenager um just to, to get a, a head start in life and to 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 set them up for the the best they can be in life this would be the best gift you could get them whether it's a birthday christmas or just a hey just go and do this right yeah, it's something that, that would that would benefit and uh I, and I have no idea how much emotional um intelligence uh assessments cost um but I can tell you that that whatever it is it's worth it whatever is
0: it is. It's not cheap, but it's not expensive. And the value you get out of it is definitely worth every penny. Now the, yeah. the, the, the assessments themselves are, are costly. Um, you know, uh, well, Depends what costly is to you, but I mean, it's right. not there the leadership one is is hundred and five dollars for the assessment. the just the a workplace one which would use for students and stuff as well. And we also have a, um uh, a school age one are about sixty dollars, I think, and then some money for a debrief session with me because you can't do an assessment without getting a debrief session. Right. So, So, um, and that's like a little mini coaching session for one hour just to go over your results. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. I mean, if you have somebody that is in desperate need of one of these, then reach out to me and we can talk.
1: Let let me say as as well, I'll, I'll say to you and I'll say to anyone listening, that's not costly right no, that's not no. costly
0: um well if, talking if to some businesses at, when you tell them the price they go "Ooh, really oh okay. you, you, you okay. look at
1: like how, how much is a, a decent pair of running shoes now or or even just fashion sneakers for the kids Absolutely. you're talking like 120 150 dollars or more that that people right. will pay on a pair of shoes so right. if if you can if you can invest that sort of money in somebody that is going to help them to be the best they can be in life and is going to reap benefits for years and years and years to come. That Absolutely. is not a cost. That's an investment, people. <laughs> That's an investment. Yeah, exactly. And so, again, we're not here to sell anything. I'm just saying it, that, that the, these sort of programs are, 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 in my opinion, are essential. I think it should be part of the school curriculum to, for everybody to have this done with a certified professional Right, like Al, not just with anybody just doing it online right. or whatever, because yeah. like Al said, you need the debrief to understand it. Otherwise, as Al was, you'll probably be offended when you get the results. But it's <laughs> explained to you, <laughs> right, then you'll go, Yeah, it might be. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, exactly. Hey, you know what? We're coming up in 30 minutes, Chris. This is, this is now the officially longest one. I, <laughs> folks, you know what? I, I, we're going to let you go. Uh, we want to honor your yeah. time. I hope you got some value out of this. We may come back next week with a part two on emotional intelligence. I don't know. Uh, We'll see where things go. Uh, But Chris, man, thank you for, for, um, you know, for pitching in again and, and sharing your thoughts and some examples. They were great. Yeah. Um, And folks, we hope you got some value out of this. And we, and again, we like to send you away with a challenge. So Chris, what, what do you think we could do for people to think into or challenge themselves with over the next week?
1: So, so, let, let's do, let's do this right so you, I think you can even start thinking about your emotions and your reactions um, initially right so'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna look yeah. at that and I'm gonna 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 think about situations and over the next week you know as I come across situations in my my work exactly. life in my personal life and so on I'm gonna take a step back and think about how right. I was feeling and how I was reacting
0: yeah take note what's triggering you? Yeah. What is the reaction you're having? And then think about why. Yeah. Why am I reacting this way when that happens? Because yep. it's usually not just one-offs. It's like every time this XYZ situation happens, I react negatively in this way. Right. And why is that happening? Yeah. And start figuring that out. Because yeah. if you think into it and can bring some balance to it, it's going to bring peace to your life. I promise yeah. you.
1: Yeah. And I, I I even like, look, look at that and say, is it worth the reaction that I'm giving it? (laughs) Right. You know, because very often it's not.
0: And I can tell you in my case, it was not, it was just my, it was my impulse control. Yeah. Me, my low impulse control not serving
1: me well in that situation. For sure. So there's your task folks. There's your task. Keep a journal over the next week on those emotions uh, and those reactions and and as al said look at why you why you reacting that way you know maybe what was the impact of your action and and what would it have been if you'd have reacted differently and, and used exactly. a different emotion right exactly. so um let's do that and we'll come back and yeah Al, we'll probably we'll talk about emotional intelligence further because it's a fascinating topic and, and we're we're not even scratching the surface at the moment no, i'm sure no, so
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, Chris Baker from Maximize Your Potential and Al Rattan from Lead from the Driver's Seat. And we are extremely happy that you joined us. And please seek us out on social media, leave a comment. And if you got value from this podcast, share it with your family and friends. Have an amazing
1: week. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximize Your Potential Podcast with myself, Chris Baker. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe so you get notifications as each new episode is released. And then if you could rate and review it on your podcast platform, that would be much appreciated. In addition, share the podcast with as many people as you think would benefit from these messages. I want to continually bring you these messages of hope and and application that you can put into your life so you can maximize your potential every day. In the show notes, is all my contact details if you wanna reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to uh, to help you and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a magical day and bye for now.